What's up, guys? Welcome back to Married to Reality. It's the Single Life Edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host, the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? How am I doing right now? Tell not, people. Not too good. Tell people how I'm doing. John is wearing a ridiculous two sizes too small fedora that he found on his dad's table. Two seconds before we hit record. Oh, my gosh. It's from H&M. Your dad is a little hip. Well, he's definitely hip, but now I'm questioning if this is my fedora. And then I take back <laughs> everything I ever said about Johnny. This well, is it, out it, of control. Should you think I wear it's it? yours? Should I wear it? A little uh, pulling back the curtain here so we can explain what's happening. We're in Connecticut. A little quick trip up here to see the fam. It's my dad's birthday. Happy birthday, Happy, well, John's dad. When this comes out, we're recording this. Over the weekend. When this comes out, it will not be my dad's birthday, but it is currently my dad's birthday. Right now. Happy right birthday. Right at this moment. Happy birthday, Dad. So we're in the basement. We're recording, and there's a fedora just sitting over yonder. Literally didn't see it until we pressed record. I told you, hey, your dad has a fedora on the table. When did you say that? When you were installing the mics. Oh, <laughs> I totally... <laughs> and so. you didn't say anything, so... I questioned you not saying oh. or not judging your dad for having a fedora. Oh, well, now I'm wearing the fedora and I like it. <laughs> I haven't yet to look at myself in the mirror and I probably won't, but that's the energy right now is big fedora energy, BFE. BFE? Big fedora energy. <laughs> it's a little small. It's a little small. But it's a little small. You don't know. You don't see yourself. I see you. I can feel myself though and it feels ridiculous, but <laughs> I'm, I'm going to wear it in honor of Johnny. Rest in peace. Because I guess, Yeah. Rest in peace. <laughs> Rest in peace. Um, okay, so we are here, guys. This is the Married to Reality podcast. This is the Single Life Edition. And thanks for being here. But also, thanks for following us on Instagram. If you haven't followed us yet on Instagram, what are you doing? So easy to do. Look us up at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram and then follow us there. Yeah, guys, follow us, message us, yes. talk to us, yes. see our memes. Also, we just did the giveaway. We just did the giveaway. Woo! Again, we didn't just do... Well, again, we are recording this on the weekend, but we are doing the giveaway. We have now done the giveaway, so congrats to whoever won. Congrats! To both of you. I think we're giving away two. Yes, that was the plan, Prices. Stan. So congrats to both of you, whoever you are. <laughs> we will know when this is airing, but at this point, we don't know. But congrats. Thanks for entering. Hope it's you like enjoyed. we're doing something for the future. That's right. We are living in the future. Uh-huh. We are living in the future for sure. So at Married to Reality Pod on Instagram, it's a good time. Also, make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's Debbie's date hot. Woo! And I don't mean the guy. I mean that finally... Someone wants to have a date number two <laughs> yeah. with Debbie. She's so happy. Yes. That's Very a- curious what's going to come out of it because he dropped a bombshell at us, oh, kind of yeah. saying, oh, I kind of need to tell Deb about my past. I have some thoughts. I have some thoughts. Me too. We'll what get are it. your thoughts? Well, no, let's, well, let's save okay. it. <laughs> oh, <I'm> so excited. <laughs> um, okay. So, yeah, smash it like it's hot. Also... Smash it like it's as hot as the smash it like it's hot 
t-shirt that is selling like hotcakes. It is. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We've told you the merch shop is officially open. We gave away 10% on Thursday for the grand opening of the merch shop. And thank you guys for coming out and shopping because we didn't know what was going to sell, if anything was going to sell. You guys are buying the stuff. We're loving that. Thank you. As I said before, we're not going to get rich off this by any means, but knowing that you're out there repping the podcast, wearing the smash it like it's hot t-shirt, wearing the hoodie, drinking out of the mug. So cool. So yeah, thank you. Yeah, we totally love it. And guys, you messaged us about some uh, shipping, shipping issues. yes. John posted on Instagram a few times. But if you're still having issues and the shipping is showing to be $15 or something ridiculous and you don't know how to change it, message us, we'll answer or go to our Instagram. Or let us tell you right now. I think what's happening, and we'll see in a month or so, I think because it's the holidays, they're assuming people want their merch on time for the holidays. They're automatically selecting rush or super rush shipping. That's a tongue twister. So all you have to do is uncheck, (laughs) uncheck whatever is checked. And it'll revert to standard shipping, which is like $4.50 or something like that, which is great. It's a little weird that they're preemptively selecting Rush because then it's, yeah, $10 or $15, which is ridiculous. But just uncheck whatever's checked and it will be like $4 or $4.50 for shipping, which is, I think, pretty good. That's why we went with this place because they have good prices. They have good quality. This is our printer we're talking about. Again, the designs are all us, but the product is good. The shipping, I think that's a pretty good deal for shipping when you uncheck and yeah, it's four bucks. Yeah, so. and I'm with you guys. Fifteen dollars for ridiculous. shipping is ridiculous. Ridiculous. So thanks for bringing it up to our attention. Yes, but it's all fixed. Just make sure nothing is checked. Yeah, it's and it'll be four dollars. There should be a box where you could check standard. Yes, but there's not for whatever reason. We'll get to the bottom of it. But yes, you can get standard shipping. Just make sure nothing is checked. Yes. Okay. Last but not least, thank you for the reviews. Always. They're they're coming in. We love them. So thank you for that. If you haven't left one, please do. It really helps the pod get out there and grow. It's also, it's the holiday season, guys. It's the holiday season. You can give us a gift by reviewing our pod. Yeah. That's the best gift you can give us, guys. Five stars. Five stars. There's one star on top of a Christmas tree. That's the ultimate gift. One star. We want five. Yes. Make like five Christmas trees and give us five stars, please. All right. If you love it. If you love it. If you love it. If you don't love it, keep that to yourself and move on. There's a bunch of other podcasts out there. <laughs> All right. That was a little too honest. I'm telling you, Big Fedora Energy. Get ready for it. <laughs> Folks, it's coming at you. Let's start with who you were talking about here. Ooh, Dirty D. Dirty, dirty D. With her new image on a date with Jay. Before we get into it, here's something I wanted to mention, which this is episode six. And yes. I'm pretty sure this has been... The case for every episode, but I just noticed it this episode. So you know how when they introduce the single or the couple, they show a little clip and put their name and their age up. Yeah. For Debbie, oh, and then they go and they tear it apart because Fission and Tanya tear it apart. Mike and Natalie tear it apart. Yeah, Debbie and Cole. Debbie and Cole! (laughs) You didn't see it before? I never really put two and two together. I was like... It makes a lot of sense because they're definitely more than mother-son. They have some weird relationship. Yeah. Oh, no, it's always been there. Yeah. (laughs) But what they changed on this episode, before they showed Debbie with her gray hair and that classic headband of hers, Mm -hmm. now because of the whole change, they see the improved Debbie 2.0. Oh, yeah. After they tear 
that Debbie, picture with Colt. Debbie 6.9 <laughs> is who we see. Yeah. And I was like, what? That's ridiculous. Because they could have just had Debbie sitting sad and no, alone. No, but that's how she's been known. I know. But it's just a little creepy if you actually think about it. You look at all these other couples, it's their spouses. And then you have Debbie and Colt and they're tearing that apart. Like no more. True. No more Colt. Well, I guess no more Colt because Debbie has to move out. Move out, move on. Debbie, exactly. it's time. Okay, let's talk about this date because we pick up where we left off, right? Debbie is in the car with Jay. This guy's on the moon. This guy is higher <laughs> than the Stratosphere Hotel in Las Vegas. I don't think he's Vegas. high. Oh, he's out of his mind. That's probably the big secret. It's like, yeah, I'm on drugs all the time. No, I think his big secret is he either was jailed before For drugs. or whatever. For drugs. I don't think he does drugs. He is on another planet. I really? Th- I think. He seemed so out of it. They get in the car. Talk? I think just he's a dude that has no self-esteem mm. going out with someone who's 10 years older. He expected this gray-haired lady. Now you have an improved dab. That threw him off. They, so he's a little nervous. They get in the car and she's like, so where is this place? And he's like, uh, I don't know. I just GPSed it. That's a stoner <laughs> response if I've ever heard. No shade to stoning. Stone if anything, on. he did not look like a stoner. His eye, he could not keep his eyes open. And he was probably bored with Debbie, but he could not keep his eyes open. I thought he was tired. <laughs> he, <laughs> I really don't think he was high. Okay. Well, Debbie, forget high, she is low. She's sad because Jay didn't comment on her makeover whatsoever to her. Well, not to her. But he did comment when the crew asked him, and he is pleasantly surprised with Debbie. I know. He said, well, I spoke to this older lady with gray hair, and now I get this sex bomb in my car with red hair and all these new outfits. Oh, hello. But tell her that. Don't tell us. Well, he also said he's bad with ladies. He's bad with the ladies. But if you, that's such an easy thing to do to say, oh, you look nice. And it would have made her world. It would, yeah. It would have made her world. That's all she wanted was a little bit of positive reinforcement of, oh, yeah, you got that titty tattoo. You did your hair. You look good. Instead, they're sitting there awkwardly making small talk, asking each other how long you've been in Vegas. Yeah, Debbie feels disappointed at the moment. She, She does. Let's get to the bottom of this, though. Debbie's been in Vegas, she says, for four years. I think she... I don't know if she is from Vegas, but she definitely was in Vegas in her 60s doing all the sex stuff and oh, yeah. go-go dancing and banging the marble, marble <laughs> man. The, mar- the marbles in your mouth, man. It's a tough, <laughs> it's a tough name. Mar- I used to smoke it, but... I can't say it. We say Marlboro in mar- Czech. Marlboro. Is it mar- Marlboro? Marlboro. I think it's Marlboro. We don't pronounce the R. We say Marlboro. I think it's Marlboro. That's just too much. It's a Anyways, the cigarette man. Yeah. It I'm with you. I think maybe she lived there and moved back, but For sure. Having the slot machine in your kitchen, which she had, seems like a Vegas virgin thing to do. You're like, oh, I'm in Vegas. Let's get the slot machine. So when I heard four years, I was like, oh, maybe she is only lived here for four years because she's got a slot machine in her kitchen. And that seems but like she was in Vegas before. She loves the Vegas lifestyle. She loves going to drink and to casinos and gamble. I mean, having your own slot machine is a little too much. It's a little much. But don't forget, they are renting the house. It could right. have been there. 
Right. And she could have just said, ooh, love it. Let's let's keep it. We do know Colt lived in Washington. And for, I'm sure she lived there I'm with him. I'm sure they him. lived together there. So yeah. maybe they, yeah, maybe they left Vegas when Colt's dad died and yeah. they moved out and then they came back. I'm still surprised that Cole had a decent job. We looked he up still his does. LinkedIn. He works. Well, now he's like the creative director of his own company. But he used to work in software programming or video games. Or Yeah. He like you can make a lot of money. I'm sure he was that. making six figures when he brought Larissa over. And that's probably why Larissa chose Cole. Well, but why did they have that crappy car without AC in Las Vegas? Which because he's a horrible paying, idea. He's funding three people. He's funding himself, Debbie, and Larissa. True. I'm sure Debbie must have some sort of income for disability or whatever she's on. Maybe. But we, yeah, we saw her trying to get a job. Las Vegas is cheap. It's pretty that cheap. That house. It's pretty cheap. They, I'm, I'm going to throw a number out there. Me guessing, but knowing Vegas and knowing people who live in Vegas, that could have been maybe it's a 1300, yeah, okay, 1300 a month. That's not cheap, though. Are you kidding me? For a house? It's a condo. Yeah. A to rent? Yeah. Twelve hundred a month. Maybe. 13. You have a parking 11. spot. You have a garage. Like you have a little backyard. Yeah. But that's pretty cheap that, for I don't a house. Think that's cheap. Oh yeah, it's not a house. It's a. You are in like this gated community. Yeah, maybe. We don't. That's know. not bad at Who all. Knows? Who knows? Imagine if let's say Colt pays a thousand, Debbie pays three hundred from whatever money she gets. Yeah. That's not bad at all. All right. All right. Here's what we do know. Jay is from Jersey. Jersey Jay over here. And he looks like a Jersey guy to me. He looks a little bit like a wise guy, if you know what I mean. And maybe, maybe that's what his secret is. He's a little bit of a wise guy. A little bit of a yeah. mafiosa. I mean, I lived in New Jersey. You sure did. And I don't want to talk about it. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> no, where I lived in New Jersey was very nice. Armpit of America. But Sorry to all our Jersey Well, it just sucks because it's right next to New York City. It's how I feel about Connecticut. It's like you're sort you're the middle you're the middle child of New York and Boston. But Connecticut is is a fancy state. Nah. New Jersey is not a fancy state. And no offense oh, to you guys who live there. It's got some fancy places. Well, it, every state sure. does, but I feel like the state of Connecticut is all fancy. No. You ever been to Bridgeport? No, but I've been to, to Waterbury. Waterbury. Yeah, it's not all fancy. <laughs> Come on. Sorry, Jeff. We love Waterbury, but <laughs> it's got it's got some issues. So, okay. They get speaking of armpits, they get to this dive bar, the hunt the hunt ridge tavern. It was like 24-7 kind of a thing, wasn't it? I don't know. I didn't see that. Is I it? think I think so. Yeah, it's Vegas. But it's Vegas, yeah, it's I was Vegas. gonna say. They order a couple seven and sevens. And first thought, hey, at least Jay drinks because last time oh, yeah. Debbie was sucking down a fish bowl by herself. <laughs> Scorpion bowl, whatever you call those things. It was a dragon bowl. Dragon bowl. <laughs> and so that's good. The drinks are flowing. The conversation, not so much. It's a little awkward in the beginning. But luckily, Jay had a great idea. Hey, I saw some games. Let's play. Uh -huh. And what game did he choose? <laughs> what game was this? Do you know? It's a sex questionnaire. It was like a sexual go fish. It was like, you're at a party. You see someone you're attracted to. Later that evening, they suggest spending the night together. Do you agree? Jay's like, nah, go fish. <laughs> it's the weirdest game ever. It was almost like, oh, are you on your first date and you have nothing to talk about? Play this game. Yeah. 
It, yeah. it was like a first date game. It was an icebreaker. Which is not a it was bad an icebreaker idea. game. Yeah. But a little too forward, if you ask yeah. me. That's not well, the listen. first question you want to ask someone. Hey, you okay with one night stands? No. That's what it is. <laughs> Jay's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not really into them. Uh, are you, Deb? And she's like, oh, yeah. I grew up in the 60s. Dirty Debbie. Grew up in the 60s. Then Jay gets a car. That was a good answer, though. I grew up in the 60s? Yeah. Everyone was banging each other in the 60s. Yeah. Who knows? I don't want to think about it. <laughs> My parents were primed in their 60s. Listen. Now I'm listening, and I'm not liking it. And your dad is more or the same age as Debbie. Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then Jay, he gets a card. You're offered 100000 to appear nude as a centerfold in a oh, national. Oh, yes. You, yeah, Debbie's like, I've done it for a lot less, and I will do it for a lot less. <laughs> I think so, you can give her 50, and she's going to do it. Oh, yeah. So, But good for her. She's like, she's feeling herself. Yeah. I wouldn't do it for 100 grand. It depends. If I was jobless and I had nothing to lose in life, I would. But if I had like a nice job right. and I was happy as I am. In your current circumstances. I would not. How much would it take to be nude in a national magazine? Um, I'm going to say 20 million. So Whoa, I, don't have to work. You, I don't have to work again. That's the thing. You could not I would work ruin for a my less. life, right? I would ruin my career. No, you would not ruin your life. Career. Hmm. I don't know. I don't think so. I'll be honest. If my boss found out that I did something like that, I would get fired. You You would get fired. I think so. Yeah, because I don't think. Yeah, it'd be a lot for people to swallow in our industry. So I'm in my 30s. I think I would need like 20 million to get to my 80s. I would do it for 3 million. That's not going to get you anywhere. If I bank a million and I invest a million, and I just live off the other million, I think we could make it work. Three million. Okay, okay. I'm going to go cheap. Ten million. Okay. Sold. (laughs) If anyone's out there with ten million, holler at us. I want to see John Nude. Holler at us. Okay. So then we think things are starting to heat up. Things are going well. But then Jay cuts the date short because he's got to work. He says work comes first. That's good. That's good. He pays attention. I, for me, obviously now you come first, but my job is very important to me. And so is your job to you. Mm-hmm. I would never take my job over you. No. But I feel like after you and our fam, my job comes right after. Yeah. I also think it's good not to go too long on a first date. You don't, True. You don't want to... Go five, six hours, and it's like, oh, my gosh, we we blew it all the first yeah. night. You want to leave them wanting more a little bit. I wasn't even drinking that much on our first date for the same reason, because I, a, I didn't want you to think, oh, this girl is an alcoholic, and B, I wanted to I be in control. I found that out later. Ugh. <laughs> I wanted to be in control. I wanted Smart. No, that's so very we smart met, as a young woman, yeah. We started our date a little late. It was like 9.15 p.m. Mm-hmm. We ended it by like 11, and I said, hey, like, I'm tired. Let's... Let's go. You had two Stellas. Yeah. And yeah, you left and I was like, well, okay, she got a second beer, which is a good sign. A second drink is a good sign. Yeah. It says, no, I'm I'm down to stay a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. A third drink would have been okay with me, but I respected that you left. And I sort of felt like, oh man, it's kind of early and she's leaving. But then at the end of the date, you said, because I paid for the drinks because I'm a gentleman. At the <laughs> end 
of the date, you said, I'll, I'll pay next time. And I was like, oh, oh, yeah, oh I, there's a se- I was like, there's a second <laughs> date in the works. I did that. This is good. This is good. Yeah. And here we are here six we are. years later. Here we are. So Debbie, of course, feels like, well, he must not be into me. He didn't tell me I looked good. He needs to go home. And he's putting me in the friend zone, which is Debbie's least favorite zone. She'd rather be in auto zone. She has a PTSD from the friend zone she got last time. So she's all bummed. But turns out it's actually not bad because Jay asks for a second date even before they leave the bar. Mm -hmm. Debbie accepts. She's fired up, a little wet between the knees. Gee. And (laughs) and so, yeah, she's she's excited. And on the car ride home, it was it was a completely different vibe. It was a completely different car ride than the car ride there. They were chatting it up. They're laughing. They're having fun. Jay called her a plain Jane. Yeah, they were giggling about it, though. But Debbie's like, that's not a compliment. What, 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 what are you trying to say? And he's just trying to say that she's a normal person. She's normal, which she's I, not. I honestly think that he is just an awkward person who has had no luck with the ladies, mm-hmm. who doesn't know how to approach them because he's a little off, right? Yeah. But here, that is Deb, 10 years older. So I feel like maybe that's why he thought, okay, maybe someone a little older can be easier. Hey, she's a normal person, kind of. Kind of. <laughs> maybe we will hit it off. And I think he liked her. Oh, he was rubbing her leg a little bit. Did he? Oh, he put his hand on her leg a little what? bit. I didn't see that. Natalie would not have been pleased with, but she was loving it. And he was like, oh, we could continue this all night if I didn't have to work in the morning. And then he walked her to her doorsteps, made mm-hmm. sure she got home safe. They Very hugged nice. it out. Very nice. He doesn't kiss on the first date, but okay. the hug was awesome. We we get a chow. He throws out a chow because I think he is a little, maybe he's a little wise guy. He's got mm. to go whack some people in the morning. That's probably what he's got to take care of. Take care of some business. <laughs> Couple of some men boots. But uh, yeah, it's nice. And then this is where we're like, wait, what? At the very end, Jay goes, well, maybe we'll get more into my background next date. We'll see if she's still interested because there's something I need to talk to her about. Okay, so what could it be? I think he's in the mafia. No, he's not. He's a wise guy. Yeah. What no, you, he's uh, not. Okay, what could it be? Realistically, what could it okay, I'm be? I'm thinking he is a nice guy and he has a job, so that's good. Mm-hmm. Right? But at, oh, what I think... Oh, got it, got it, got okay, it. Okay, I think he either could be an ex-con, a sex addict. Okay, I don't, um, I don't think he maybe would tell her that gambled, on the second date, but okay. He gambled his whole life away. Now he's getting back to normal. Interesting. Um. Also, he could have been a woman. Okay. All all possible all possible, sure. Or he killed his ex-wife. Okay. You're getting closer with that last one. You're getting closer to what I'm thinking. Okay. He's married. He's still married. Ooh. He's on the outs with his current wife. Maybe they're sleeping in separate bedrooms. Maybe they're sleeping in separate homes, but they're still married on paper, but he's still married. Interesting. I feel like that would be okay for Deb. Sure, but you have to tell someone. Just give her a dragon ball. But you you have to tell someone that, though. So I think maybe something like that. You know, I'm going to take back the ex-con because I don't think he would get on 90. I don't think they would feature him. You think they would? Oh, 90 Day Fiance, come on. Maybe. Okay, if he was in jail for, I don't know, gambling and not paying his money, getting in debt, Mm -hmm. I, I can see how they would 
featured him on the show if he got his life together, he has a job now, trying to get back to normal, yes. But if he did anything crazy, I don't think they would put him on. All right. You're giving them a lot of credit. Let's see. Let's see. I'm going to go still married. Okay, I'm going to go criminal past slash possibly used to be a lady. (laughs) Okay. All right. It's a shot in the dark. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Okay. Shall we move on to our next single? Maybe not really single, but soon to be single. We shall. Sinjin. Yeah, this thing is just... Ah, What are we doing here, folks? I honestly, I have to cringe watching this and it gets a little sad, but I don't understand because, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, right? Oh, I will. If you're married... And you want to divorce someone. It's usually because you're not happy. You don't love each other. One one person cheated. There are issues. You don't get along, right? But if you have all of it, like you get along, you have sex, you cook together, you hang out, you love each other, you care for each other. Why are you getting divorced? I don't think they're that happy. I think they may do some of those things. They may bang each other once in a while. But I think they're fighting a lot. And we well, see Tanya it here. Tanya made it sound like, oh, we do everything. I love you so much. Sinjin calls her babe and I love you. And what is he leaving exactly? I think there's love in the moment. I think you tell someone that you've been married to for however long or been with like forever long. Like, oh, I love you. But give him a year apart. He's not going to still love her. I promise you it's not one of those things like, I'll always love you. No, you won't. In a year, you're going to not even remember her name. I guess. That's I how know. I feel about it. That's how I, There's lust there again. There's, there's probably good sexual chemistry. They like banging. They're not soulmates. We know that. I don't think there's real love there because I don't think they would be divorcing. True. And I think they just say, oh, I love you. No, I love you. But they don't. In a year, they're not even going to talk to each other. Well, let's talk about it. Let's this. talk about it. Let us talk. Sinjin's at home packing his things. It's been about a week since he told Tanya about the dating app. Mm-hmm. And since it didn't go over too well, he's moving out. He's moving out tomorrow morning. It's only a day away. He's moving to Arizona because he's got a South African friend there, mm. which I think is a lady friend. You think so? Judging by Instagram, he was posting a lot of pictures in Arizona with a female or friend. Or maybe that's someone he met. Could be someone he met. I don't know. We're going to find out. Here's where it gets comical. Apparently, Tanya asked if she could go with Sinjin (laughs) on the road trip. So she basically says, okay, if you want to get a divorce, you have to move out first. You have to do the step, Sinjin, because I'm not doing it. I still love you. So Sinjin said, okay, I'm going to move out. I'm going to move to Arizona and see. And Tanya says, well, can I come with you? (laughs) What's What's going on here? What's going on? What are we doing here? I honestly, I don't get it. I can see them come, getting back together in like a year when he's going to mix and mingle, no. she's going to mix and mingle, and they realize like, oh, like we just need each other. We if just they, need the drama. If they can truly separate and make a clean break and he can go to Arizona and date, he's going to find someone better than Tanya, I think. For, I guess. For him. Yeah. Because they don't mesh. Like, they think they have a similar lifestyle. Oh, we're both wanderers. and No. They're not, Sinjin doesn't know what he's doing with his life. Tanya wants him to figure it out. So that's a big issue right there. Mm. Kids is a big issue. 
Connecticut's a big issue. Mm. They're not right for each other. And I think if he starts dating, he's going to find someone who he does love. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Everyone should be happy. We we hope love for all. Yeah, I can see Tanya with an older guy. I can see her with someone a little more grounded, Mm -hmm. but not too old. Maybe in his early 40s so he can still reproduce. I can see that. But someone older and more grounded, more who's just going to... Not going to take her bullshit, just going to call her out on things. Because she sees Sinjin as a young boy mm-hmm. who's like, wow, like he doesn't know what he wants to do in his life. She was trying to change him. Totally. But I feel like if she's with someone who has his shit figured out, mm-hmm. she's probably going to stop trying to change that person and maybe actually enjoy someone's company. That would be nice. So, okay, we see Tanya. She's trying to sex it all up. She's trying to lure him back with her sexuality. She's wearing this red lace nightie. She's putting on her mm-hmm. red lip. And it's their last night together. She wants to send Sinjin off with a bang, quite oh, yeah. literally. So she comes in to the room with two glasses of wine. And she goes, one last romantic night. Which is so unhealthy. This is mm-hmm. so unhealthy of a relationship. You guys are married, you're divorcing, but you can't seem to just let go. You need to make that break, make Mm -hmm. that clean break. Not one last romantic night. No. They're going to sit outside. They're going to sit outside. Tanya has her legs on Sinjin. Yeah, like very romantic. Very cuddly. Then she gives him a glass of wine saying, remember, these are our wedding glasses. Mm -hmm. And Sinjin says, cheers (laughs) to the wedding. Oh, really? Cheers to the wedding. <laughs> to the wedding that you're trying to destroy. <sighs> and so here we go. Sinjin is like, Tanya, you look fucking sexy. <laughs> so sad it couldn't last. Oh, my gosh. Which well, is, what's going on? Well, but it's an issue in the first place that you are putting physicality or attraction or looks before anything else. It's not like, oh, my gosh, this is such a beautiful night. We're together. Love you. Why can't it last? He's like, you look sexy. Wish it could last because you're hot because I'm attracted to you. It's like that's the only thing he sees that he wishes. Yeah. Right? That's why he wants it to last is because she looks fucking sexy. That's an issue right there. That's all they have in common probably is that they're attracted to each other. Probably. So he goes, I almost feel at ease that we're breaking up. Our relationship was so much strain and so much emotional input. And Tanya's like, Sinjin, you could have tried way harder to save this relationship. You didn't. You did nothing. And Sinjin loses it. He started yelling, saying, stop fucking blaming me for shit. And he's fucking done. And fuck this. And fuck that. Little fucking beep, 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 beep. Done, beep. Bye, beep. Hello. And he walks away. I mean, Tanya walks away. She, wa- she walks away. He does not. Yeah. He stays outside. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just you like, boop. And he breaks the wedding glass. That just shatters in his hand. And he like throws it on the table. And it gets very poetic. Because very he says, poetic. He says, here it is. Our marriage. Yep. Broken in, into pieces. In pieces. <laughs> the glass is in pieces. Our relationship is in pieces. Yeah. So and, he, yeah. he goes inside and. Sleeps alone on the couch. Yes. Until the next morning when he wakes up. And puts on the same clothes. Puts on the same clothes. He was wearing the day before. 
This is a guy that showers maybe once a month, I'm guessing. I think Tanya is probably the same. Yeah. And when I say shower, I mean they find a puddle or like a small pond somewhere around their neighborhood and they go in it naked. I, I can't. I can't take it. I good. never put on anything twice. Uh, okay. Maybe uh, jeans. Like I, I don't wash jeans every day. But t-shirts, oh hell yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been known. I've been known to wear the same socks. <laughs> <laughs> Only when we're traveling. Yeah, and then I yell at but him because it. something smells. No, nothing smells. <laughs> you bite your tongue. Okay. Well, fun nope. fact. Nope. He was wearing my <laughs> socks yesterday because guess what? Someone forgot to bring enough socks. I brought enough for every day. No, that's not how you do it. You always bring three to four pairs extra. <laughs> I need I need morning socks, which is the issue. I wake up. I don't want to put on my socks for the day, but I don't want my feet to be cold. So I put on the you socks I wore yesterday. bring extra. You live and you learn and then you get more socks. Exactly. Now I know. Okay. So, yes. Today's the day Sinjin leaves for Arizona, and he wants to leave on good terms with Tanya. So he's in the kitchen. Tanya comes into the kitchen. She's kind of ignoring him. So he breaks the silence. And he's like, I know last night wasn't good. I apologize for how I acted. I know I'm hard-headed. I know I can get emotional. And Tanya's like, I was hoping to have one last great night with you, my love. Oh, Tanya, why? Yeah, I really don't understand it because let's think about it for a second. Say you did have a fantastic night. Then why are you breaking up? Exactly. It's great that they had a terrible night because it cements why he's leaving. It's like, this is is why I'm leaving. If you, I want to have one last good night with you. Maybe I get it because she wants to try to lure him back and keep him from going. But he wanted one last good night and he wanted to take off. So I don't understand. You want the bad night, have a terrible night and leave Mm -hmm. and have a bad taste in your mouth as you're leaving so that you don't look back. Well, that didn't happen either because next we see him packing his car, Tanya helping him, calling Mm. him baby. He's like, hey, baby, (sighs) shove that box in. Make sure you have everything, baby. And Sajin's like crying. Like, this is so fucking hard. It was a lot Tanya's of crying. And then he gets super emotional. He wrote her a letter oh and gave gosh. her some protecting stones. Yeah. He was like, they were making weird animal noises. They were hyperventilating <laughs> and <they were> crying. <laughs> well, yeah. It's a couple of protection stones because he can't protect her in person. So hopefully the spirits will. He's like, Tanya, find happiness. I will always love you, Whitney Houston. <laughs> and he gets in the car and he drives off and he's out the window. He's like, bye, baby. I love you. It's the weirdest, most the romantic weirdest. comedy movie moment, bad, yeah, cheesy romantic scene ever. So weird. But so weird. I couldn't even focus on the goodbye because I was distracted by the beautiful German shepherd. That was walking behind them. <laughs> I didn't see. Oh, yeah. Swell. Very swell. Mm. That's a beautiful dog. Yeah. So <laughs> that's it. Sinjin's on the road. Tanya is done, I think, because she made some post on Instagram like, well, my time on the single life has come to an end. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I didn't see. Oh, yeah. She was, she's milking every last moment she can get. She's like, oh, it's Tanya. over after all these years. Who would have thought this is how it would end? Blah, blah, blah. And Maybe yeah. she'll be on season three. We'll see. 
We'll see. We'll see. All right. That brings us to our next couple. Almost a thruple. It's turning into almost a thruple between Jesse, Jennifer, and Kakwa. Kakwa. We pick up where we left off. At the restaurant. They're at the restaurant. Kakwa's there. Who's the friend? Vanessa also there? Yes, that's the cousin. Didn't say a peep. Didn't say a peep this time. But they're all speaking Spanish. So Jesse still has no idea what's happening. But he's feeling this awkward energy. Mm-hmm. So Kakwa starts asking questions in Spanish to Jesse. Jennifer translates. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Kakwa says, what do you see in Jennifer? What do you want with her? And Jesse's like, first off, I saw a queen in her. <laughs> <laughs> with a unique and beautiful soul. Oh, which, <laughs> when anyone says queen on these shows, it just brings me back to Chris from Married at First Sight. When oh he was my like, gosh. There's so many beautiful queens out there. <laughs> Like, and you brought me, and I forget her name. I'm sorry. Yeah, but, it's like, oh, and I got this. Yeah, so many beautiful he queens. He was so rude, by the way. <laughs> so many queens, white queens, black queens, so many beautiful <laughs> queens that I get. Oh God. He's so, like, I just wanted the queen. Yeah, so it's all I ever wanted was a queen. Jesse's on that queen tip saying he found a queen in her. She's so unique, so beautiful. And then Kwakwa gets a little. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. Kakwa. Kakwa. Asks, do you think you can satisfy her? Which is a very uncomfortable question to ask what at dinner. What are you doing, Kakua? That is not dinner dinner conversation. No, Kakua. that's like 2 a.m. being drunk conversation. Yeah. And Jesse just chugs his wine, doesn't answer, and turns the tables on them because he can now sense what's going on. And he asks, Kakua, were you and Jennifer, were you guys in a relationship? Jennifer's like, baby, I told you we were friends for like 10 years, but there is something I didn't tell you. We dated for a very short time, like two months, but everything's over now. And hello, Kakua can speak English because he said, uh-huh. I'll never leave you. <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden now this guy's speaking English. <laughs> Broken, but understandable. Oh, very understandable. Yeah. And Kakua's like, uh, over, mm, I suppose. And then he's like, Jesse, you're all red. What's going on? And then Jesse told him. Camera crew, basically saying in one of those little interviews, well, if I had an intercourse, I would have told her, why don't you say sex? <sighs> intercourse. You hate that word. It's so, like, my doctor can ask, like, oh, are you and your husband having intercourse? <laughs> he should just have, he should have said sex. Is that what comes between dinner and dessert? Is like the intercourse? <laughs> <laughs> or maybe on our anniversary. Maybe. Yeah, the intercourse is, it's, I don't know. It's very clinical. Right? Yeah, I guess that's why it's okay. It for does sound like a meal plan. Yeah. I'm on the intercourse. <laughs> Great workout. Yeah. There's all sorts of things you can eat on the intercourse. But Jesse's trying to be so proper. Oh, Jesse. Yeah. So, Cock was like, since I met Jennifer, I always had feelings for her. And he's telling the cameras, Jesse doesn't have the strength or the manliness for Jennifer. And after they break up, I'll be back. Oh, Kakua. Oh, Kakua. So Jennifer's over it. She's like, I want to go to sleep now. Let's go. So Jesse thinks, all right, once we leave this situation, we need to have a separate conversation. We need to really talk about what's going on. I want to make sure I can trust Jennifer because he doesn't want any lies. And clearly there's been some lies because he heard she was single for years. And now he's hearing something different. 
Well, so in the cab on the way back to the hotel, Jesse said, well, I thought Kakua was just your guest gay best friend. Yeah. Woo. Did you bang your gay best friend, Jennifer? Jesse likes to throw that around a lot with Tim. Well. With Kakua. I don't think, I think Jennifer told him about Tim. I don't think that came from his own head. Uh, I'm sure he watched the show. Well, he did, yeah. But, I'm sure he watched the show. But, yeah. yeah. He basically said he thought Kakua was her gay best friend. Yep. But Jennifer says, nope, we tried dating for two months. No relationship. Didn't work. So Jesse asks for complete transparency because he feels like you lied to me, Jennifer. And Jennifer says, well, we were dating, not in a relationship, mm-hmm. which was my point last episode, I think. I said there is this period of time where you're dating someone and you're not in a relationship, mm-hmm. so you're kind of single. You To date, you have to be single. Yeah. Technically, you, you shouldn't date if you're not yeah. single. And people date multiple people at the same time. Right. So could Jennifer have been more clear? Sure. She yeah. could have said, I'm dating this guy, you know, multiple dates. But I still take her side if she said, I'm single. Yeah, I do too. I'm single because she's dating Jesse. She's dating Kakwa. That's what a single person does. They date around. And I think that's okay. Yes. But then. Oh, boy. Jesse. <laughs> fired up now. Yes. Is- well, I was going to talk about the testimonials. Oh, okay. okay. So with Jennifer, when the camera crew is asking her, wait, so you didn't have, did you have sex with Hakua and Jennifer? I can't, I can't really read her body language because she's like kind of, it looks like she she's was lying, she's something. laughing it off, but yeah. said, no, no, we were just dating, right? But then the camera peeps said, hey, well, but Kakua said you were the best sex he ever had, mm-hmm. throwback to when he said it. And Jennifer said, well, he's just bragging. Uh, they never got to that point. They never, they were never intimate. Yeah. Right? Which but, I don't buy because she is a very sexual person. She said, oh, if he doesn't bang me the second day, like, oh, this this is over. Right. Why would you date someone for two months without getting intimate? I, I don't see, I don't see it in anyone. I wouldn't date someone without. No. How many, how many appetizers sex? can you eat? You got to get to the intercourse. <laughs> right? <laughs> I, I totally agree well with you. Said. It's a great point. Her whole thing with Tim was bang me already. Mm-hmm. Take off those eye patches and bang me. <laughs> and the same thing with Jesse. She yeah. was saying, I, I want to get physical. He's pumping the brakes for 12 hours, but finally he delivered. So, yeah, <laughs> I have a hard time believing yeah. she's not banging Kakwa if they're dating for several months. months. For yeah. several months. Yeah. I wouldn't wait that long because sex is important. If you have the right chemistry, right? You don't want to wait to bang. You want to make sure that's there too. Otherwise, the relationship is not going to work. 100%. And on top of all that, the way she was answering the questions, mm-hmm. she was being a little sly. Right? If she was, it she was, was like she had this weird laugh. It was with a wink. Like, yes. She was saying yes. no with a wink. And I don't know why. Because, again, she's very comfortable with her sexuality. I'm going to say either she was lying and she did bang Kakua or... She isn't lying, but whatever she's saying that, oh, they were just dating goes against everything she said before mm-hmm, about how right. sexual she is, how, how important it is. Now she's like, oh, no, we actually didn't have sex at all. Right. It's a little confusing. I think we'll find out more. But something's going on. Like something was a little off. Yeah. We're going to find yeah. out more. Okay. 
Shall we move on? Let's move on to emotional Natalia. Emotional Natalie. She's at the beach with her Saint friend. Pete's beach. Yolanda. And they meet up with Blow Exotic. Blow Dry. <laughs> blow Dry Exotic. <laughs> Natalie's hairdresser. <laughs> His bathing suit was definitely interesting. I tried not to look directly at Blow Exotic. Burns, <laughs> burns the eyes like, like the sun. They start talking about Johnny, though. Shout out oh, to my yeah. fedora. I forgot I was wearing a fedora. <laughs> oh, I did not. Uh, no, you're looking right at it. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. And Natalie tells them how Johnny was being a little too forward for her. Touching he tried her. to touch her. How dare he? Trying to kiss her. And she says, I had to hit him. I actually had to lay hands on this man. Because he was too touchy. On a second date. What do you expect, he did get He did get too handsy at the end. Yeah. I will say. When he like grabbed her yeah, that, that was, was aggressive but way before, too far. But when before just, just trying he, to hold he, hands yeah when he rubbed her back or just tr was trying to hold hands i didn't see anything wrong with that no again you gotta make your intentions clear on the second date yeah so you don't end up in the friend zone or the auto zone you want to get to the fuck zone <laughs> and i think that was okay but as soon as natalie said no he needed to stop that i think mm -hmm. is where he crossed the line with the arm grab but Natalie said, maybe it's an American thing. Maybe it's the culture. Maybe being touchy is normal. And I just translated it wrong. And so Yolanda asks Ryan, if you're single and you kiss on the first date, is that okay? Like, would, are you open to kissing on the first date? And he says, rarely, but uh, it happens. Doesn't forget, this was the second date. Right. I'm going to say, yeah, I don't need... I didn't need to kiss on the first date. Probably right? not, yeah. That's a, yeah that's vibe a, it out. Yeah. Vibe it out. But the second date, yes. Like, you need to test it out. You need to see if you connect. You can tell. And, guys, don't go on a second date if you don't like the person. Mm -hmm. Don't Stop leading people on. Very, very true. And we live in New York, and there are plenty of people I know because they told me, oh, I go on dates for dinner because yeah. New York's expensive, mm -hmm. and I want to eat. And so they go on dates for dinner, not because they like the guy, because yeah. he's going to pay. Don't do that. Don't lead people yeah, don't on. don't do that. Also, going on a first date and having dinner, ooh, I don't think I would. That's that's. Because you're committed. If it sucks, you're committed for like at least an hour. At least an hour. And then we all know what comes between dinner and dessert. <laughs> so you're setting yourself up for a bad situation here. Yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, go for a drink or mm -hmm. if you don't drink, go for coffee or tea. But because New Yorkers are... The ultimate daters. It's sure. really hard to actually meet someone who's on the same page as you are in New York City, but you also get along on all levels, right? Yeah. So people date a lot. You dated, I dated. Mm -hmm. it, it's tough. And so I was going somewhere. Oh, when you and I met for a drink, right? Obviously, I liked you. We chit chat before. I like how you look. But in the same time, I was like, if this is not going to work out, I'm going to get a free beer out of it. You uh -huh. look at it this way. Mm -hmm. not, sure. that, not that I didn't go out with you because I wanted a free beer. Silver lining. Yeah. Silver but I was lining. like, you know, if it's going to suck. And I've been on bad days before, yeah. but I had a free drink. The glass is half full yeah. of free alcohol. Yes. So if nothing, look. that's so. it. I get a marriage out of it. Hey. Woo! All right. Okay, you settle down. <laughs> so then we hear from Natalie about how fucked up in the brain she is. That sentence did not make any sense because she said, I'm so fucked up in the brain. I don't want anyone to get close to me. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. 
So, well, the way she said it, this so is what I this is what I interpreted. Okay. I mean, that makes sense, though. <laughs> she, she, yeah, she's been through a lot. Yeah. It's hard for her to let people in. So basically what she said, she said, I don't want anyone to get close to me unless it's the one. How do you know if That's you don't issue. let the person get close to you? That's the issue. Then she said something about a room full of snakes. She started making a lot of animal <laughs> metaphors, which I didn't know. But and yeah, she's scared and... She's desperate, and then she just started, like, yelling out, I'm desperate for a child. I want a child. I'm 30 fucking seven. I just want a child. <laughs> and then it got to how her dad left her mom when she was born and had another woman and another Do child. Do you have to go to the bathroom or something? Because you are racing through this segment. I'm just... I just want to get it out the way she did, because that's what happened, and we had to go back several times. Yeah. It was a lot. It was a lot all It out. was a lot, but... All at once. Overall, a lot of tears, a lot of... Some snakes... She's fucked up in the brain. She's 30 fucking seven and she just wants to have a child, but she doesn't want anyone to get closer to her unless it's the one. And I honestly loved Yolanda because her response was great. (laughs) Yolanda hates consent, first of all. Yolanda's like, no, you just gotta let guys all over you, let them in you. She is being realistic. Uh, Sure. You gotta get to know someone if you think that might be the right one. You have to allow them to get to know you. Well, you have to put your walls down because... Yes, a little bit. You're never going to connect with someone if you're on edge, if you have a wall up. And so you're never going to know if it's the one. You should let your walls down, but not entirely. Just be aware. Keep your pants up, but let your walls down. (laughs) Trust no one. I barely trust you. I barely trust you, but I do trust you a little. But yeah, you can bring, <laughs> you can bring the walls down a little bit, and that's how you get to know someone, and that's how you'll yeah. find it. You're not going to know if they're the one on the first date. You might think to yourself, oh, this is the one. Yeah, but some you don't people know. are crazy, but at least um, crazy. Jay hasn't even told Dirty D what his secret is, so you don't know on the first date. He's waiting date. for a second date. Exactly. But again, Natalie did have a second date. My point. Yes, yes, right? Okay. So we all agree. We do learn, as you alluded to, her mom and her dad, they had her. And then after having her, her dad left Mm -hmm. with another woman. They had another kid. They kind of locked Mm -hmm. Natalie and her mom out of that family. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a sad situation. All Natalie wants is family, she says, which I find interesting because she ditched her family to move to America. Mm -hmm. If family is so important, why are you leaving your poor mom in Ukraine by herself? I think she has issues. We know that. She's a lot of issues. That. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. She either needs to get loose mm-hmm. and have a drink here and there. That's also how you can get pregnant. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if she really want to have a kid, just that's, get drunk. That's not what we need. I'm kidding. That's not what we need. I'm kidding. But she needs to let her walls down if she wants to get to know someone. Because as she said, she's 30 fucking seven. Yeah. You're not going to get pregnant within six months of knowing someone unless you guys are absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. But then you don't know if he's going to be there forever because after six months, you don't know the person, right? right? So she has a lot to think about. But as Yolanda said, if you want everything you just said, you need to let people in. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Not all men are bad, she says. Yolanda says she thinks, Natalie thinks all men are bad. She won't let them touch her, but how are you going to get a baby if you won't get touched? This is what I'm going to say. I think Natalie's going to have a hard time 
meeting someone, even if she meets the best guy in the world, the nicest guy, the best looking guy, rich guy, whatever girls want these days, right? Mm -hmm. She's going to push him away with her personality. Oh, yeah. Because if you open up on your first date, you don't drink, you just want to have kids, you're 30 fucking seven, you're beautiful, and you just throw all this at a dude Mm -hmm. that's normal. Yeah. He's gonna run. That that takes time. You gotta yeah. over months. You and can let all just, that out. She's just nuts. So she either needs someone who is equally nuts. Okay. Or she needs to dial back on the nuts. Yes. Yes. Well said. <laughs> Less nuts. <laughs> Less nuts. Yeah. I have a nut allergy when it comes to women. Can't deal with the nuts people. So. I mean, you cannot deal with any women. You have me. Nope. That's it. That's it. You that's are nuts it. enough. But you do like actual nuts. I like, yeah, I like fan, a nut. Extra fancy from Costco. Like a nut here and there. Mm-hmm. Love it. <laughs> okay. That is it. They, <sighs> they hug it out. They leave the beach. To be continued. I hope we see Natalie on another date in the near future. Yeah. I want someone new. Someone not, new. Not Fedora. We, no, no Fedora. Has that been her only date this season? Yeah. Yes. She was at the bar. She was at the tiki bar. Mm-hmm. Kind of struck out there. And then we saw Johnny. Yeah. Give us someone else. Yeah. Because, oh, I forgot to say, she wants someone who doesn't drink, someone who wants to have children, but also someone who believes in Jesus Christ. It's a lot. It's a lot to ask for in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Good luck, Natalie. That is, that is it. That is episode six of The Single Life. A solid episode. They always mm-hmm. are. Solid episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. Just look down and smash that follow button. Yeah, guys. Smash it like it's John's fedora. I knew she liked it. I knew she liked it. It's from H&M. Why why do we have an H&M fedora? Ask your dad. Maybe that's a nice conversation during our birthday dinner for your dad. Yeah, it's going to be his birthday It's like, hey, dad, happy birthday. Why do you have a fedora for H&M? From H&M. Speaking of merch, we got merch. We don't have fedoras, but maybe one day. Maybe one day, guys. One of our friends did want us to get hats in the store, so we'll look into that. We'll see what we can do. If you want to check out the merch, MarriedToRealityPodcast.com. There's a little button to get to the store there. Again, the shipping, it was all out of whack. Just make sure nothing is clicked. Rush, yes, And it should rushed. be 430, 450. Like $4.49 for yeah. standard delivery. So hope you guys are liking the merch. Thank you guys for all of you who have already picked it up. We're pretty overwhelmed by mm-hmm. all you guys. So Thanks for the love. And guys, don't forget, if you get the merch, take a photo, tag us, we'll yeah. share. Yeah, we spread the love. We spread love the love. love. We'll spread the love. Speaking of tagging, do that on Instagram. At Married to Reality Pod would be who you would tag and mm-hmm. follow. And thank you for that. And also thank you for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. Tis the season for rates and reviews. Tis the season to be merry. Married to reality. Oh. Hello. 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 All right. <laughs> you settle down. Okay. That's it. I think we've said it all. We've said it I've absolutely said it all. all. You said it all. All yes. right. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye.